0: Some that's gotta be, that's gotta be. Oh, yeah. A little bit of the bubbly. Give inhale, yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. The phenomenal oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children. Of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me on this Thursday evening, the big homie Mark Sanger, along with the modern day Raja, Chris Klimazuski. Boys and gentlemen, boys and
1: girls, children of all ages. Oh, everything. My bad. What are you doing? Everything. I mean, you know what? what? I mean, what a better way to start off the episode by rehearing your, your, you, your
0: voice. What are you, watching the stream as we go? I forgot to mute
2: the stream. <laughs> Turn that off. Yikes.
0: You lunatic. All right. Anyway. Dan,
2: Cox, Dan Cox would be
0: pissed. And this is the Phenomenal Forum. This has been the Phenomenal Forum. We'll see you all next week. Clement, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Alright. Um, We missed last week a big Royal Rumble to cover, uh, some fallout. Edge goes the distance, wins the Royal Rumble. He has since teased a match with Roman, a match with McIntyre, and a match with Finn Balor. Right off the cuff, how do we feel?
2: I hated that he won when it happened. Uh, I think they've done a good job since. So I feel like there's definitely intrigue there. He definitely... Him showing up on all three shows is, is fun. and it, it is a draw. Like I, I do want to go and watch to see what he's going to do. I thought, I thought it was the wrong choice having him win. Like I said, I thought there was a lot better options out there. But so far, so good. Post him winning.
1: Yeah, agreed. I, yeah, I agree with you, Mark. That I didn't wasn't really thinking that Edge was going to win, and especially when they announced him coming out at one, I was just like, oh, he's certainly not going to win then. Then he goes the distance. Like I said, we needed hashtag Clemson Genius and. I, I said that. I said and then no. You
0: said yeah. I think so. I no,
1: agree I s- no. What I said is that we need someone to go to distance. We haven't had that in a while, and we literally had it in both Rumbles. Yeah, so, you
0: said that after I did. You said did. you know I agree with you.
1: I did. Oh my Back bad. The tape. Either way, but I mean, I'm more looking forward to watching Edge versus Balor if that makes more sense. I mean, because we're talking about how do I say this without sounding like an idiot? I just think the more appealing match that fans would want to see is Finn versus edge.
0: So not, not that I think that's the match we're going to get.
1: No, I don't think so either.
0: But the, the, my only issue with edge winning the rumble is that the matches I claim, so, you know, they're not very appealing to me. Yeah. Edge versus Roman. Edge versus Drew McIntyre doesn't really do anything for me. Where Edge versus Finn Balor, sure. But do I expect Edge to go after the NXT title? No. Um, Just after the first week, Edge being on all three shows, um, now Raw twice at this point, the stuff he's done on Raw, I, I don't care about. I don't have any interest. I think McIntyre versus Edge is the bottom of the three. Mm -hmm. as far as my interest level goes for edge um the roman stuff there's probably a story to be told but even that i don't love and it's not necessarily oh edge versus finn balor's the match just the way that edge was presented on nxt is just so much more interesting Mm -hmm. it's i mean does it have to do with the product is better probably not going to sit here and say, oh, NXT is great and Ron SmackDown are the worst. But it's, he shows up and it's just refreshing to see him because you can tell the guy just wants to wrestle. Yeah. He came back after the nine years, then a tr- big tricep injury. He just wants to work. Mm-hmm. And with McIntyre and with Roman on Ron SmackDown, it'll be very Hollywood, a big time story. Whereas if you were to be at NXT wrestling anybody, it would be about the match. So that being said um, the it looks like the rumor at least this at this point is edge versus Roman what do you guys think of that
2: it's it's tough it's it's tough because I'm sure it'll be a really good build I'm sure it'll be fun like the tribal chief stuff but there's there's big issues with the actual match for one edge can't win like he cannot win this match he cannot be the one to to beat Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, he cannot take that belt off of Roman. That would be catastrophically bad.
0: I think it's less that he can't win. It's more that Roman can't lose.
2: Well, it'd be the same thing. You know what thing. I mean? I yeah. understand what you're saying, but, like, yes.
0: Like, but, like it's not because it's Edge. It's Another thing. It's
2: yeah, no, of course not. But, like, it depends on – he's just not the guy to beat him. Like, he's going to lose eventually. It just can't be 47-year-old Edge.
1: Yeah, and I, I think and I doubt I highly doubt this is going to happen, but I think the only way that the only compelling storylines that would make sense for Edge to wrestle would be against AJ unless he wins at the chamber which is probably not going to happen or if Randy Orton wins at the, at the chamber. That's, that's what i been saying and it's that's not going to happen.
0: That's what I've been thinking as much as it looks like at some point we'll get the fiend back to do some sort of nonsense with Orton. In the back of my head, it's like, is he just going to win the title back to drop it to Edge or WrestleMania? Because that's what they wanted to do. And I, now I don't know.
1: Apparently, I heard a rumor that they want to get Orton to 16 faster because he's there every week. He's not off to Hollywood like Cena is.
0: Well, that's my dream match is 16 versus 16. John Cena versus Randy Orton one more time at Mania. What's Randy at?
2: 13? 14.
0: 14
1: I think the last one was 14 Yeah no it's confirmed 14 yeah because I remember they said he passed Triple H so
0: right. I mean So I mean you get That that brings me to my next Point though Um, Edge winning the Rumble The issue Is that Just the Inability to build Stars to build new Stars if you look at the guys who have been in big main events over the last 10 years, it's the same handful of people. It's, mm-hmm. you know, your Cena Orton, Shield guys, Undertaker Brock Lesnar, and then a wild card of a couple guys for, you know, a, a little month's run. But you have the same people. And the stat that stuck out to me in the Royal Rumble 30 men, Dominic. And Otis were the only two men out of thirty who are under thirty years old. That yeah, Otis is under thirty. Otis, I think, is like twenty-eight. Yeah, and And Dominic, super young. Yeah, but how do? What do you expect at that point? The final four, five was Edge, Christian, and Orton, Rollins, and Strowman. To be fair,
2: most of the NXT guys are in their thirties like the young guys sure. coming up are in their thirties and Damian Priest is a big deal. He's 38. So 38. Like, That's I don't fair. Know if age should be the biggest indicator, but yeah, it's obvious. They have had a hard, like a really hard time either an inability to of like pu- pushing a star or building a star, or they just don't want to commit to it. We've seen like spurts where it's like, Oh, they want to make this guy matter. Then they forget about him in like two months and he's to the wayside and creative has nothing for him. It's, it's a problem, obviously, that I think we've said it before here where, In, like, 10, 20 years when these guys can't come back, what are we going to do?
1: Yeah, it's – it's. and I was even thinking about this the other day. Like, you know, when guys like Batista, Randy Orton, and John Cena, you know, when they were young in the mid-2000s, you know, sure, there was, like, the guys like Triple H, Ric Flair. I don't think we're still here. But they didn't, like, get in the way of building up these young guys. You know, They, they were there to help them along. It's kind of like the opposite kind of now. Because
0: when the Attitude Era was over, Mm -hmm. you know, The Rock was gone, Austin was gone, Hogan, who was going and coming, he was gone. And you didn't have the guys coming back to, you know, if it's, I don't want to say to get a payday or, but just to take up the spot right? where you were allowed, guys like Orton, guys like Cena and Batista and Brock, that famous OVW class, they were given the opportunity to, you know, I don't, I don't want to get so corny here, but to break through that glass ceiling. Yeah, Like yeah, they were know. given that opportunity. And that's the biggest thing, you know, TV time as, as much as it feels, there's a million hours of programming a week. There's plenty of guys who get left off television.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now, um, now you have this bad bunny deal where he comes out, he wrapped, look, I get it. It's a huge get. He's one of the most famous guys in the world. I understand that. But now you're putting him in a program with Damian Priest, who, if anything from here, he gets a rub. You put him with Damian Priest against Miz and Morrison, that'll go towards mania. But the word is that people in the locker room are pissed because Bad Bunny's going to be on TV every every other week. Whether he's putting in the work or not, that's not the point. But who are the guys who have been contracted for a long time who are now getting pushed down the card who are now getting stuck in the locker exactly and it makes sense you know yeah
1: damian, yeah, maybe damian priest is benefiting from from bad bunny here but maybe like a guy like a matt also, riddle. for now yeah for now but like a guy like maybe like a matt riddle a keith lee um uh, you can, it, the list can go on and on and on and it goes off to the women's side too you're taking away that 15 20 minutes That, you know, someone could be having a match where it's like, okay, Matt Riddle is actually, you know, not a doofus and we can really work or Keith Lee still Keith Lee, like, like these guys can work. And we're not seeing that because you have guys like bad bunny celebrities come in here and take that 15, 20 minutes away from them.
0: So Riddle and Keith Lee are bad examples, bad
1: examples. I know they're on. I just couldn't think of
0: Keith Lee is if he's there, he's a main eventer and Riddle's probably going to take the US title off Lashley, but yeah, I agree with you. But it's it's those guys who are a step below. Yeah, what's up, Mark? I was to say, Keith Lee and Bobby Lashley, both did the
2: first compelling thing I've seen happen on either of them for Monday Night Raw in the last maybe six months. But we'll go
0: to that later. Um. Yeah, it's, it's just something refreshing because, especially with Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business, it's been the same thing week after week after week. It was – Oh, I I haven't cared at all. I know you were going to jump riddle, or when they were doing their stuff, when they were getting the titles off the New Day. It's just every single week, there's no sort of uh, diversity. Everything is the same. You could watch two weeks of Raw, and 75% of it would be almost a carbon copy.
2: Mm -hmm. Keith Lee's the first guy who feels like he can beat Lashley. And that's kind of the problem when you give a guy like Lashley the mid card title, where it's just like, when is he going to lose? He's going through like what Ricochet and he's ran and and Cedric and he's ran and all these it's like sort smaller of, guys. That's kind like, of
1: the, a good thing though, because then it gives like a legitimacy to the United States title. It's like when Miz had it a few years ago, and he was it's, it's yes through. and no
2: though. It's yes and no because when you're, when your champions are McIntyre and Roman, who are never going to lose, and then your your mid card is Bobby Lashley, who's never going to lose.
0: It's stale. It's like come I, on. I, I
1: get that. No, I get that too though.
0: I, I think Riddle's the guy to take the title off of Bobby Lashley. I think it needs to happen sooner rather than later. Um, I think that Bobby Lashley is a type of guy who should be in the main title hunt. You know, he was one of McIntyre's earlier challengers. They had that, you know, May, June of last year, quickly before the her business really started developing. It was as Lashley was kind of leaving Lana going with MVP, but He's another guy who, you know, you have this Elimination Chamber match where the, the combatants are all former WWE champion, which makes sense. But you have guys who should be in there that aren't. Mm-hmm. You look at the list. Sheamus, I understand. Randy Orton, I understand. AJ Styles, I understand. And then McIntyre. So that's four. Then the other two, The Miz has no business being in the match. Yeah. One, he has the money in the bank. Two, he's feuding with Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, which, first off, is a ridiculous thing to hear. He has no business being in the match. Two, I, I absolutely yep. hate to have to say it, but you don't really need Jeff Hardy in the match either. You don't. I'm a bigger Jeff Hardy fan than you'll ever find.
2: He's going to jump Doesn't off really a pod. really need to be in the match. He's going to jump off a pod. Someone needs to take a pin. Yeah. He's, he's going to lose. Yeah, Lashley, <laughs> if
0: Lashley wasn't the U.S. champ, he should be in the match. Yes. Uh, I think, and you know what? A missed opportunity for former WWE champions. I think Kofi Kofi. should have been in this match too. And I don't even mean, oh, you know, so you can, they can run Kofi Manny, whatever. I think that the story they're telling right now with Kofi and Mustafa Ali, the callback to him being in an elimination chamber match would have been perfect. Yeah, it I think, flows right into the story.
1: It's like they kind of like are going by the wayside that Kofi held the title for six months, and like you don't really hear about it that much anymore. Oh, no,
2: never. It's, it's gone.
1: You, the more you hear about it, is like, oh, Brock just came in there, tore him apart for five seconds, and then that was it. Like,
0: unfortunately, Kofi is in the category of guys like Ziggler and guys like Jinder Mahal, who when they get when they get pinned, it's he just pinned the former world champion. The guys it's like yeah they won the title and now let's that's a rub in and it, in of itself
2: which
1: is crazy
0: i think that
2: was the most disappointing i've ever been like not ever i'm sure i can think of another time but like when they had the fox debut and he and he beat kofi like matt you were the kofi mania guy like i thought it was cool but i wasn't like invested i wasn't obsessed i thought it was like a cool story i thought it was fun did a really good job post mania like against like samoa joe some uh, randy orton some other guys and the fact that they just stemmed to Brock in like six seconds was so late. Like All so I needed was for the match to be like three
0: minutes. We knew Brock was going to win, but like, how do you do him like that? Yeah. Uh, that's, I'm still not over it. I probably will never get over it. That's not a conversation we need to have right now. But um. <laughs> so, so the WWE title picture moving towards ch- the elimination chamber. So Sheamus turned on McIntyre two weeks ago at this point. And what I enjoy is that McIntyre cut the promo. He was like, you're willing to throw this all away? whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, no, I want to fight you. And then for some reason, Shane came back and he announced the chamber. (laughs) And McIntyre and Sheamus are both annoyed that they're not getting the one-on-one match. Yeah. So obviously, I understand the Sheamus part, but the fact that McIntyre is mad about it too, I like.
1: I just don't get why Shane had to come back for the hot ten seconds, and then like, okay, that's it, bye, see you later. Ratings? I yeah. I, I, I don't think anyone's tuning in to oh Sh- Shane McMahon's here. It's
0: not like they plugged it. All of a it's you know, they started RAW on his music so yeah. kits. That it. wow. I
2: I saw it on Twitter and I was like, oh wow, Shane's back tonight. I, I missed the beginning of RAW. Like, like so I like, like,
1: I was I was I was full like when I watched. It back on my DVR I was like oh Shane's back that's awesome that's cool you know he'll be here for the whole, whole episode no gone in 20 minutes I was he like left
2: he left like five minutes yeah. In, yeah. there was a
0: throwaway line in the middle of the show I don't even remember who it was maybe it might have been the Miz it could have been Ali I really don't remember um could have been her business too when they said like to peer oh actually I think it was Seamus where he talks to adam pierce and he's like i thought you were the one in charge here or whatever whatever and now your your guy shane mcmahon came back he's making the decisions not you but like it didn't build to anything it was a nonsense line that everybody forgot about so what there was no reasoning i guess behind bringing back shane other than hey you know what shane's in the building today you want to have him on tv
2: Yeah, so weird, man. A- I mean, Raw Raw's messy. I really, I truthfully have no idea what they're going to do with like the with the with Brock's title with the uh, WWE title right now for WrestleMania. The original rumor was like Keith Lee, Brock, and Drew. I mean, like I guess that could still happen, but like this could go in like twenty different directions.
1: No, it could. Yeah, definitely. And and even to go back when we were talking about Edge, like I just I just cannot tell you like who I think Edge is going to face. I mean, if I'm a gambling man, it's well, I am a gambling man, but. I would put money on he faces Roman at Mania, you know?
2: Roman
0: Edge feels like the match, for sure.
1: That's what it feels like, but it's it's not compelling, like Matt said.
0: It's, like I said, it's the second of my third of my three matches. Um, As for McIntyre at WrestleMania, I don't think we're going to get Brock Lesnar if there's, um, I mean, it looks like there is going to be fans, but for him to leave, like, he's bundled up in the woods, for him to get out of bed and not, like, I'm sure he does stuff, but for him to get to, you have to go to Tampa, come back, all the quarantining. I'm sure he doesn't want to do that. Um, mm-hmm. That's at least what I've heard. Um, so I don't think it's going to be Brock Lesnar. I don't think it should be. I want to see Brock at a WrestleMania. I don't need to see him McIntyre again. Um, I,
1: I think, I think it's Seamus versus McIntyre at Mania. I think that's what it's going to lead to.
0: I, like, I said to you guys the other day, like, I'm that's a not, That can't be it. I, I love Sheamus. I, I don't care about that. That's a match I'd like to see, not at WrestleMania.
2: That's a that's a Raw or an Elimination Chamber or a Beat. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong, Clem. Like, it definitely could happen. The stars yeah. are kind of pointing that direction, like, a little bit. But, like, with all of these guys, with all the guys they have at their disposal in Raw, that cannot be a singles match with Sheamus.
0: Or it's, like, the first match on the Mania card. You know, and Wait, it's have the first McIntyre match. deserves. You know, and if if Drew, if Drew drops the belt and they have a singles
2: match on the Mania card, that's fine. All right,
1: I could see that, but I mean, again, I I, I could vaguely like 2% kind of see them doing like, oh, AJ Styles wins at Mania, and then I pray that we get Edge AJ at, at Mania. I said I meant Elimination Jam before, but AJ wins the title at. at the Elimination Chamber You can have your Drew Sheamus match At Mania Which would be fine Because it's not for the title Then you have Edge versus AJ
0: For the title At Mania So I've said before Edge AJ Is one of my Two biggest Matches For, the, for Edge That i like to see I guess three um, AJ Daniel Bryan And Rollins And Seth Rollins Officially returning To Smackdown Tomorrow Um I got to tell you how disappointed I was during the Rumble when he came out. Yeah. I'm waiting for weeks. Rollins gonna be in the Rumble. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be this, and then I'm fi- every whatever every live Royal Rumble when it starts getting late, I figure like, oh, you know, there's five spots left, and I count like, oh, these three people are confirmed, so there's two more surprises. Yeah. And while I'm doing it this year, it's like, all right, you know, I know I have Strowman, I know I have whoever. And you know Rollins has to be in that mix, mm-hmm. and Rollins' music hits at 29, and I'm ready for like a huge deal. And Michael Cole goes, you know, we haven't seen him since Survivor Series. It's like it didn't matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he came out, and it, as it it was what, like the type of deal where oh, you know, this is his fifth Royal Rumble. Last year, he eliminated two men. It was just like the. Like he's not a main, like a main player. You have to do. We haven't seen this guy in three, four months. And he's the face of the company.
1: It would have been better if they just had him come out at 30, because, you know, the 30 spots usually, usually like a big person.
0: No, 30 has to be. You meant, like you said, the big person. How are you going to throw that guy out of the ring? It's got to be the Braun Strowman. Spot. I mean, that's another
2: yeah. issue. It's another issue with Edge winning, where he the story was about Edge. Like, these guys came in, the last, like, five guys or so it didn't really matter. And th- those guys were Seth Rollins, they were Braun Strowman, there were a few other big guys I just don't remember because it was too Shame busy. James, I remember. think, was 28. Yeah, I mean, like, these are big guys, but they didn't really do anything because, like, the story was around and like, Christian was in there and, like, it was about Edge. Like, it wasn't about them. So it- it's kind of what it is what it is. I will say with Seth, I'm really excited that they're, like, Making him a big deal again. Like, we've seen, like, three vignettes now. Like, he is coming back this Friday. Like, buckle up. Like, he's back. Like, it's good. They're,
0: he's really important, and they should treat him that way. The mania match is Roman versus Seth. That's that's the right match. Are we getting face
1: Seth? He came back as the Messiah, so... no,
0: It looks like, no, he's going to be the Messiah, at least to begin with. I don't know what that means for him on SmackDown. I don't know where he goes... I mean, who's they got to
2: start interacting? They got to have Roman and Seth start like doing some interactions. I know like they have kept them apart intentionally, but like at least do something like a backstage thing, like like a promo together, like like do something. It'd be cool.
0: Um, what was I gonna
2: say? I have one more thing about Edge with Roman. Where yeah, what do you got? What do you guys think about Edge? Like he's been he's been wrestling. Like he hasn't looked great to me. I, I I like I know he's not like what he was obviously, but like you mean you mean like in ring work. Because yeah. like he looks incredible, he's shredded. No, I think in ring and like, though he sells a lot because I think he needs like a breather a lot. Like he's always like, all, like and he looks like he's legitimately like dying when he's selling, which is like I guess that's good. It's kind of like his job, but I don't. I feel like I am not going to buy it watching him try to like beat Roman Reigns and like they're gonna. Uh,
1: I mean, the match him and Randy Orton put on at the at the at Backlash was phenomenal and. I mean yeah, I get it they've been working together for so many years, but it was a that was a 45 minute They match. also
0: cut and pasted that match together. True. They kind of edited it a little bit. That's when he got hurt during one of the takes. That's true. I forgot he did. I forgot it was cut and paste. But another thing Mark about how you said, you know, he's he's selling a lot to take a breather and stuff since he's come back at last year's rumble he hasn't really like, gotten into a groove. He had two, three matches and then got hurt. And then this was his first match back, and he went 58 minutes. I'm, until I'm, we I'm, see him string I'm – not, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's a, it's a valid point. But until we see him string a couple of legitimate matches together where we can say, yeah, he's back, he's a full-timer, yeah. then that, so- that side of it at least, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt – um, as for not being able to see him be the guy that takes down Roman, I think I, I, I could see it. Um, it's just...
2: I'm afraid not of him
0: with, Continue. With... Since the Tribal chief story's begun, since Roman aligned himself with Paul Heyman, since he had the matches with Jey Uso before Jey Uso then turned with him, they're building something for... You know, who's going to take down the big bad wolf? That's what Roman Reigns is. You don't need some lukewarm guy, not saying that that's Edge, but you don't need some guy who doesn't totally matter, totally fill that spot, beat Edge. Because Edge beating Roman, like you are the perfect example. It's not an automatic, that's what needs to happen. That's the guy all the fans want to see. Yeah. You need somebody who, when you put on the big ticker, Roman Reigns, challenger, it's a no-brainer that people will pop. It'll be huge. And as I'm saying it, I'm kind of thinking that what I'm saying is a little crazy because I think Edge is that guy. I think he is. Uh, I can't i can't see – and I'm not saying I think he's going to win. I'm not saying one way or the other. But I, I do think that Edge spearing Roman, getting the pin, main event of WrestleMania – That is a huge pop. As I'm saying it, I'm hearing myself say it, that's a huge pop. That's something the fans love because there's a difference between like the Goldberg-y type part-timer and Edge at this point, I feel. Whether it's fair or unfair, whether because, oh, Goldberg's a guy that people don't like and Edge is a guy that people like. Because when Edge won the Rumble, I tried to talk myself into that. Like, oh, he's a part-timer, but, you know, yeah, but he's going to put on good matches, but he's going to give 100%. No, it's just because we like him and we're excited to see him back. You know what I mean?
1: I just think the difference is between Edge and a guy like Goldberg is now is like when Goldberg first came back, it was like, oh, shit, like Goldberg's yeah, like I'm in, I'm invested in this. But now we're seeing him too much. Like it's like yeah, Edge, on the other hand, we haven't seen him that much when we did, when he did come back at last year's rumble, we saw him all the way up until backlash. Then he disappeared again. Well, that's
0: because of the injury. The word is, is that he's going to be on TV every week. And if that's the case, then you can make a case for him to beat Roman. Reigns. Exactly. And you, Matt, you
1: even said it months and months ago, you know, that I did. You said, well, what I'm about to say, you said this, I was like, WrestleMania, it sells itself with this title, the spear. Versus the spear yeah. versus, You said that I remember. Oh yeah I
0: said it About Roman and
1: Goldberg
0: Oh you said that I thought you said About Roman and Ed. No I, I, I said You know I wouldn't like it But that's the way They're gonna go But either Obviously, way it, yeah, it, st- it still sells itself
1: You it's can, the same, oh, thing. same thing a spear versus the spear And You could see You could see Vince Running away with that shit
2: I mean, Matt, I get what you're saying. Maybe you give him some more time. He'll get into a groove and get going. But Roman's matches are very fast, very hard-hitting. Like, Edge's matches, since he's been back with, like, Randy, even in the Rumble, like, very methodical, very slow. I don't – I just
0: can't see it being good. That's also – we've only seen him wrestle Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, but – You could also say that because that's – Or that could be Orton's style.
2: I don't think he has that gear to go like where he used to be. I don't think that's there. I mean, I could be wrong, obviously, but like, I don't see it.
0: I would like to think that you're wrong. I, I hope he proves you wrong is what I'll say. And I'm not saying be a dick. I'm, I'm mean, like, I hope that's the case. I hope he does have that. I know, I know. I think it has to be an extreme rules match where
2: like Roman gets hit with a chair nine times before it starts. Like for it to even be like watchable.
0: See, I don't know if that's the case because Edge isn't an underdog. Even though you know he was away for nine years, he's forty-seven years old. He's—I don't—he can't be booked as an underdog. I don't think that's what they'll do. And for like a pre-match beatdown or they take him out, take advantage, whatever. I don't think that's what Edge would do as a, in an underdog type style. If he was a heel, that's one thing. He's still the ultimate, the ultimate opportunist. That's the type of thing he would do, but not as the babyface against Roman Reigns okay
1: here's a here's a good question too you know just to just to go off edge for a minute can you guys see at all the ms cashing in on any of these guys no yeah neither <laughs> could
2: i <You> it <laughs> for months <laughs> why is uh why is kevin Owens losing to roman again why
0: are we still doing this because they have no one else to give to roman until edge Oh, the question No, they, 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 they do pay have
2: one off. Like
0: why is, why is it Kevin Owens losing for the fifth time as Clem, as much as I agree with you, the fact that no, 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 they do the issue. It goes back to the inability to build stars. They don't. Yeah. That's- they have nobody on the SmackDown roster who you could plausibly see, step up to Roman Reigns, be like, I want a shot at the title. And you'd be like, Oh yeah. How'd we forget about him? Nakamura, yeah. Nakamura It felt like they were doing that and then yeah. it stopped well, I don't
2: look like it, I don't. Know. I would like to think so Daniel Bryan, Nakamura, Seth Rollins They have a ton of guys They just, they just keep going with Kevin Owens
1: Like there, I, are I, guys, there are guys on the SmackDown roster like you just mentioned You know Cesaro, Shinsuke uh, I'm looking at the roster like now a guy like Daniel Bryan too uh, Seth Rollins is back it's, now it's,
0: it's very, very thin
1: but yeah, it's just the same shit. I wouldn't be surprised if we
0: end up getting a, a feud with Braun Strowman towards Mania, or or maybe post Mania if Roman's still the he's champion. On Raw. Because they, no, well he came. I don't know. He came back the SmackDown before the Rumble, and I guess it wasn't a full like, oh he's on SmackDown now, but he hasn't been on Raw since. So I. What are we? Uh, what are we building up Cesaro for? What's the I, point? Uh, I really don't know. He's won like three, three weeks in he's a row. He's winning a lot. Know. Um, He's winning big matches. He looks really good. I I don't know.
1: Maybe Roman Cesaro? I mean... No shot. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> I mean, whoever... He's going to get fed to Roman. I guess it's just they don't want anyone else to lose. Or so just make Kevin Owens lose again? I don't know.
0: Right. I don't know. But even if you give Cesaro a spot, and obviously not at WrestleMania, but at one of these lower shows where oh cesaro's on a winning streak he gets a shot at whatever oh he's got a match versus Jey Uso, and i'm not saying just cesaro whoever it is oh he's got a match against Jey Uso. oh he beat Jey Uso. now he's got roman's attention whatever whatever and it's a one-off b show uh match at a pay-per-view and i'm not saying roman loses roman wins and it's a tune-up before mania but the guy gets the rub nakamura gets the rub cesaro gets the rub and it's like wow you know what that guy could really be a legitimate main eventer. I could believe that. Let's move on to the women. Yeah. So Bianca Belair wins the Royal Rumble. I thought the final three was perfectly booked. They had Charlotte kind of in that Roman Reigns spot where like, all right, if she gets thrown out, they're going to like who wins. And I enjoyed that it was kind of the callback from last year with the three of them. You know, last year it was... Rhea was the NXT champion. Charlotte was challenging her and Bianca was kind of the third wheel. And now Bianca out of the three of them was the one who ended up winning the match. I thought that Bianca and Rhea, once it was down to the two of them, I figured there's no wrong answer. Yeah, Either one works here. And I yep. do think, like I've said in the past, I do think that both of them are going to get the mania title matches Um. Rhea to Raw, Bianca to SmackDown. Um, but again, outside of the top, you know, handful, four or five women, who do you got in the division?
2: I mean, that's been a ongoing issue. But like you said, it did it really well. I, I didn't want to see like, cause the way it was portrayed, like the way it was unfolding, you kind of just assumed like, all right, one of them are gonna go over. It's gonna be Charlotte versus them. It's gonna be like, please don't go Charlotte. But they didn't go that way. They actually had Charlotte out before the two of them. So at that point, it was like awesome i don't care who i'm cool with Rhea, this is great and uh, made it for like a really fun last five minutes or so but yeah i mean they, they still reports that Rhea is done with nxt but they don't know where she's going yet i don't know we should probably figure this out guys i don't like it's not it's not rocket science like just put her on raw you know but um they're, they're still deciding on that front and lacey evans got a title match i'm sure she'll just lose real quick it's i don't know here's your do- here's the
0: deal mark i don't yeah. know how true that is at least she might I,
2: win.
0: I think there's a good chance that Ric Flair gets involved and Lacey Evans beats Asuka.
2: I would love that, but I don't see it happening.
0: To lead to Charlotte taking the title off Lacey Evans at Mania. No. I, no. Maybe. I
1: could see it happening. Lacey I Evans, is, see Lacey Evans is not
0: going into WrestleMania as a champion. So if like... they continue to build up this story that she's with Ric Flair, she gets the rub from being with Ric Flair, whether it's a good story or not. <laughs> I mean,
1: Matt's right here. I'm he, he, Matt. You're absolutely right. I could definitely see this happening. I mean, because what? Listen, a, been, <laughs> who else is Oscar going to fight? I, there's no good storylines for Asuka
0: It's Rhea or Charlotte. It could be a triple threat. Like I, like I've said, I think that Charlotte should win the title, and Ripley should take it off her at Mania to get the win back from last year. For me, it's a no-brainer.
1: I agree. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. But again, this goes back. What you just met, what you just mentioned, like, you know, there's no really outside of the main core, what, six, five women that there are on SmackDown and Raw. It's not really much there. And it's kind of like, you know, they got kind of getting recycled here and yeah. Yeah. We got Bianca and Rhea coming up now, which is great, but it's like after them two, who else is there? No, one. nobody. Exactly, which is because there are good wrestlers there, like Lacey Evans. I would even love to see Mandy in the title run. I would love to see Sonya back in the in, in the title action. You know, it's just it's just like we
0: don't see it for some odd reason. But they're not gonna build these people up where it's an organic story for, the, for them to challenge the title. It would all of a sudden be like Lana. Hey, you know what? Well, you know what? She's gonna be our main eventer. She's gonna start winning all this, all these matches, doing all this shtick. And like they don't build anything naturally. Mm-hmm. Clearly, mentioned
2: Sonya. Why did we bring back Sonya? What was the point of that? She's what she's
1: She's clearly the SmackDown GM.
2: That could have been a cool moment where, like, like a nice, like fun pop. Like, Sonya Deville's back. Like, she brought her the, back
0: in the most, like, the
2: strangest way imaginable
0: she's not even the SmackDown GM. It's like, oh, she's helper to Adam Pierce.
2: And like, just for the beginning, for like how like, she just like showed back up and like, it's like, oh, hey, they're like, Sonya,
0: so cool. she wears suits.
2: That's her gimmick. Oh man. Like that could have been something cool. It seems like it's already totally shot. Like even like week one, week two, I was like, maybe
0: this is something. We'll see what happens. nothing happened. Nothing. Very cool. So no far,
2: nothing. Uh, Terrible. I don't
0: know. It's a mess. Um, I don't, I don't have too much faith about it. Um, it is, you know, it is what it is. It's she's back, and she'll probably end up in another tag team too. Maybe she'll maybe what's Tamina doing? Maybe they'll team up. Doesn't matter. Oh, um Solana, like I had just previously mentioned, she got her win over Nia Jax. She put her through a table after Nia Jax missed a leg drop, sold it horrendously, and then yelled about her hole. Was it I don't, was it planned? Was, was it supposed to be funny? I, what was this?
1: See, if she said asshole, then it would have been funny. I'd be like, oh, haha, ha, you hurt your asshole. But she literally said my hole. <laughs> like, like, what
0: the fuck? we? she needs to be fired ASAP. Oh my God. She, she misses the leg drop and she sold it like she was dead. She sold it like Maybe nothing really, really hurt her whole could hurt more.
1: I just, like literally, she yeah, she sold it like
0: she got shot. Like and she's that, gonna come out on Monday. This is gonna be a thing now. This is gonna be her shtick. She's gonna come I, out I, and
2: talk
1: I, about I'm it. I'm not surprised there already isn't a t shirt that says my hole on it.
0: Oh, they don't want to be associated with that. No, nah, that, uh, that's the only reason. Otherwise, yeah, that would be on a t shirt. Um, so she's. The uh she's the tag champs with Shannon are still. Lana and Naomi are number one contenders. Am I correct? Yeah. Uh, I think they are, right? Um that's another one. And, so the, and uh, this won. this Sunday is takeover, which well, we'll run through the card quick. Um the finals of both the men's and women's dusty cups. The women's winner gets a future women's tag title shot I can't I, I just you need somebody to take the title away from Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler it's obviously if it, if they're still holding the title so you obviously think
1: that it's going to be Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart going to win the uh the Dusty right um no I think it should be Dakota and Raquel I, I also think it should be but I,
0: I was figuring you know if oh they get a they got a tag team match. A, yeah, and it, it's weird because there's men's tag titles in NXT, but no women's. So the men's winners get an NXT tag title shot. The women's winners get a WWE tag title. Like it's. They probably could. I'm better there with like consistency and continuity, but it's fine. It's there's just no tag titles. Um, yeah, Clem. I think it should be Raquel and Dakota. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, there's just, there's no tag teams. Who I think it was Corey Graves who came out and said it on his podcast. Maybe that. Right. You know, no disrespect to any of the women, but the titles don't mean anything because there's no teams. Yeah. yeah, Nobody matters. Why? Why are Oscar and Charlotte friends? You know. Why are Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler a team? Why? That,
2: was, that got me angry too. In her promo this week, when uh, Lacey and Charlotte had a promo, and she was like, "I'll be your partner," and then uh, Charlotte goes, "Oscar's
0: my partner." I have a partner. It's like, no, you don't. Like, that's that's- not your <laughs> partner. I was pissed. I was like, "That's ridiculous." None of none of it makes sense. Yeah, it there's was, no teams.
1: Like when the titles first became intro- introduced, and I said this, I think a week or two ago, it's like you had you had legitimate tag teams. You had the Riot Squad. You had the Iconics. Riot Squad,
0: Iconics, Sonya Mandy, and Mandy, Bailey and Sasha. Yeah,
1: you had legit tag teams. Hey, Jackson, and like, okay, Tamina, I guess. You, it's like okay, you can build off this, but they did the complete
0: opposite. Instead of building, they destroyed everything. Why would there have been any hope that they would be able to do that when they don't do that with the men's division? I don't, I don't know, man. I really don't. There's, know both, why we there's one tag do that. team. Like it was just, it's just
1: so frustrating because there was legitimate, like, oh, okay, they're building up the women's division, they're doing all this great stuff with the women. It's like, okay, cool, they need tag titles. I was advocating for tag titles before they came out, and I'm like, oh, awesome, because you have, and now nothing. And now nothing.
0: Yeah, it was me. I was the big voice. That's a player. good gimmick for you, Clem, the Advocator, Chris Clem.
1: Could that be my new nickname?
0: Me, I'm thinking about it. I, I don't feel I like it. the Stone. The Stone is still still. The, here. the Stone isn't anything. You can't make your own nickname. Um, anyway, before you continue to go on that rant, um, let's run through the takeover card quick. Uh, NXT Takeover Vengeance Day, which could have just been called Vengeance, but I guess because it's on Valentine's Day, sure. Um, but actually before we run through the card, did you guys see NXT last night? I did not. No. So did you see Cameron Grimes came back? I did. I saw him on the Instagrams. He came back and because his shtick forever has been, you know, he's going to the moon. He came back in a, he drove up in a Lamborghini pulled out wads and wads of $100 bills, gave them to people to park his car, gave them to people in the crowd. And I'm watching my dad and I put together, I said, oh my God, he invested in GameStop. And that's (laughs) going to be the gimmick. And my dad was just like, what? And then he starts cutting this promo. He's like, I got all this money. And he's wearing a suit jacket, like a blazer and no shirt and his hat. And he's talking about, you know, when I was out, I uh, was out because Timothy Thatcher, you know, he injured me, whatever. I was at home playing video games and, you know, these video games are real cool. So then I went to this place called GameStop and he goes on this whole rant uh, that how he got the money because he invested in GameStop <laughs> and he's going to the moon. Genius. It it writes itself.
1: I don't like Cameron Grimes. He's, but he's, awesome. he's, he's funny. He's very funny. I will give him that. He's very funny. I don't like him, but he's funny.
0: He's the best. um. So TakeOver, five matches, uh, the two finals for the Dusty Cup. Uh, first, the women, you, we mentioned before, Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai. I think Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez need to win.
1: Yes, agreed. I agree with you on that fact. But if they're going to go up against Shayna and Nia, so are you going to have heel versus heel? Probably not. So that's why that's why I think Dakota Kai and Shotzi Black, I mean Dakota Kai, uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart are going to win.
0: For me, it's just that the two of them, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, are a real team. Yeah, no, agreed 100 percent.
2: And I get that. I, want I think Lana and
0: Naomi are going to win. I think Lana and Naomi are going to win the titles. I also wouldn't doubt that. I think we are jumping the gun a little bit. Um, did they say when that match is going to be? Probably, Probably Elimination Chamber. I don't know if it's official, but I'm assuming. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that it's Lana and Naomi. Um, I don't know. Maybe you have Lana and Naomi, and then you have Dakota and Raquel win, and maybe they take the titles off them and they shake something up, bring the titles to NXT. I don't know. Um, maybe they can save the titles down there because they're terrible they can do here. Do something with it. Um, the men's uh, the men's finals, MSK, formerly known as the Rascals and Impact versus the Grizzled Young Vets, Zach Gibson and James Drake. What's Him. the uh, deal with MSK? I keep seeing them everywhere. Like, so they, they they debuted. This is their debut. They debuted in the tournament. Okay. Um, they're pretty good. They came from Impact. There were three of them, but only two of them ended up signing. The third one said no. He's doing other stuff. Um, they're pretty good. They're like a – I mean, like I guess they right fly, here, right?
2: What? They're high flyers. Pretty much,
0: yeah. They're not that big. Um, I guess they're baby faces by default now because they're wrestling grizzled young veterans. Um Clem, I woke up to a text message from you saying, Wow, MSK is great. They must be beating Grizzled Young Vets, right? I hope not.
1: I only the only reason I said that was because, you know, we all thought that it would be, and you said this last time we did a show, that it'd probably be MSK versus champa and thatcher in the finals and the fact that they weren't i was just like mm, if it, they're not them i think it's gonna be msk they gotta give if they made it all the way to the dusty cup and they debuted only a few weeks ago i feel like they gotta give it to msk
0: so the reason i think otherwise um first off i'm glad gibson and drake beat thatcher and champa again they're a legitimate tag team Champa and thatcher kind of had like a mutual respect strange bedfellows type deal um Zach Gibson and James Drake They lost in the Dusty Classic final Last year to the Broserweights I think Zach Gibson could be a top heel In the company one day Um, He's very good on the mic They're fun to watch And I think it's easier to book The heels beating the upstart tag team Than having the new debut team win And continue a winning streak Mm-hmm you know what I mean? I think I think it should be the Grizzled Young Vets. That's my pick.
1: Grizzled Young Vets. They did they hold the tag titles once before? They or?
0: were the UK tag t- okay. tag champs. Okay. They never were the NXT regular. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Clem? I'm gonna go MSK. Yeah, MSK.
1: I'm I'm going MSK. I like them a lot, and like I said, like I think they're. Just to give them some credibility, too, if they can say they won the Dusty Cup. Not necessarily saying they're going to beat uh, – why can't I think who has – who has the tag titles? Why can't well, I only Lorca and
0: Danny Burch, yeah, who yeah, personally I, I think should drop the title.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to lose to – I don't think they'll beat them, but this will give them some credibility. Like, hey, they won the Dusty Cup. Like,
0: I, th- I think to, to back that argument up, though, I think, hey, you know, we were in the finals of the Dusty Cup in our debut. True. I think that does just enough. Mark, you have an opinion? I really don't know enough about them to comment. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it's all right. Um, what else we have? The, uh, the women's title triple threat: Io Shirai, Tony Storm, and Mercedes Martinez. I don't know what, what they're doing with Io Shirai. She's never on TV. I
1: think, I think they give it to Tony here. I think Tony takes it off of her, and Io also goes up to Raw.
0: I hope they give it to Tony Storm. I don't know. I could see them giving it to Mercedes Martinez, to be honest, um, to give her one quick run with it. But I, I would like to see Tony Storm win, but I think that Io Shirai is going to continue to hold the title.
1: I see. I think, prediction. I think Io's
0: time is done on on NXT. It's- so is Adam Cole. So is Johnny Gargano. So is Tommaso Champas. It's. But see, unlike- at this point, are they calling people
1: up? I don't know. But see, unlike the the men's division, the men don't really have a lot of like, how do I say this? Established main eventers. The women, on the other hand, they do. In NXT. Yeah, in NXT. I disagree. Hey, like, I'm trying to no because wait, how am I trying to say this? I don't know. I don't know either. Mm-hmm. No, because like um, what I'm trying to say is like you know they have Gargano, they have Cole,
0: obviously they have Cole undefeated era, Gargano, Champa, Balor, Dunn. Yeah. And it's like, but it's like this. It's like like that's enough guys, guys to it's make like your argument. But it's like what
2: I'm
1: saying is like it's those like four or five guys, you know. It, it, when the women, all the women had the War Games match of a month, a month or two ago, I could have seen easily any one of those eight women in that ty- in that War Games match be the women, the next women's
0: champion. That's like, fair. Okay, that,
1: that's what I'm trying to
0: say. If that makes that's sense. a fair argument. Yeah. Um, I think that. I, don't, I feel like you know, they're just not going to – they don't want her to leave. There's no reason oh, – I don't want to say there's no reason because there certainly is a reason to bring an Aurora SmackDown. They need the depth. But I don't think they're so hell-bent on calling people up anymore. You know, I, yeah, Damian Priest and Rhea, Rhea Ripley, it was kind of – Uh, it, it was kind of seamless. It was like, all right, they lost their last feud. It's, there's no title involved let's move them on up there's a spot for them but for everybody else for the guys like champion gargano and io shirai it's like and adam cole it's like well they're holding down the fort
2: right whether they're champion or not the fact that uh ria is like in limbo right now and doesn't have a secured spot leads me to believe that they're not calling up any other big girls right now
0: that's fair i think for Rhea ripley it's just a matter of when she debuts
2: yeah, I know. I would say the fact they don't have a storyline for her. I don't she hasn't been
0: up, on TV yet. Calling up her. more people. Um, so, like I said, I have retaining. I'd like to see Tony Storm win it. Uh, then the two men's singles titles matches uh, Gargano versus Kushida. I could see it going both ways. I think Kushida
2: might take the title off Gargano. I think that's off. I think it's Austin Theory now versus.
0: No, 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 no. He. So, they did a bid on. NXT yesterday, where Gargano was in a wheelchair because he oh, broke his arm, okay. and he was like, he broke your arm. Why are you in a wheelchair? It's like because I'm a big power walker and I can't swing my arm. It was it was a bit okay. for him to try to get out of the match. Okay, I saw it's- on Twitter like awesome theory says he's fighting Kashiba. All right, so- and then Regal came out. He was like, we both know that you got cleared this morning. Your arm isn't broken. Your options are either let Austin Theory, Austin Theory is wrestling Kushida later tonight. Your options are either let that match be for the title or you forfeit the title. And then all of a sudden he was fine. Um, I think Kushida is going to win. Really? Yeah.
1: Now, see, if Kushida wins, what, is, what does Gargano do after that? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know, but I think Kushida should be, up. Should be the champion.
1: I, I mean, I agree. With that. I, li- I like Kushida a lot. And but I just, I don't, I don't know. I think Gargano can run it, run it a while as the North American champion.
0: I think the, the gimmick they have right now with the family is really good. I think him as like a hokey cartoony heel is really exciting. It's, it's fun to watch. Um, he's been very good. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that he holds on to it for a relatively lengthy run. Clem, you're raising your hand. Yes. Clem.
1: Uh, Question I know it's like he's kind of like a bad guy still,
0: but like, where's where's Velveteen been? So, I actually read like right before we came on that because Triple H gets asked all the time, and he had just said he was pissed today. He's employed, he's like annoyed that people keep asking him. I saw, you know, he's employed, he's training at the performance center, nothing has come out, you know, nothing's changed, he's just not on TV. Which probably translates to, "We like this guy. We want him to be a part of the company, but he might be a dick." <laughs> they come back with yeah, a new name. Very and... Understandable,
1: very understandable.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to tell because you. I... Um, I am perfectly fine not seeing him on television ever again, based on what he did outside of uh, outside of the company. Agree. No need to get into. Yeah, not a bad, but
1: definitely a bad guy.
0: I could also see them continuing to do what they were doing like the last couple of stories he had where like he's an instant heat magnet and you just put him in there with a baby face you want the fans to gravitate towards because nobody's going to cheer the Velveteen dream which that's, it's it's that's a so to shady to do. that's so shady to do I that. agree but, but I couldn't I wouldn't doubt I wouldn't be surprised rather I think that that, that's worse than releasing him <laughs> Like if all of a sudden he has a story with Bronson Reed because like he's the next guy that they kind of like and want to get involved with. I oh, wouldn't doubt it. Or if like Karrion Cross just absolutely demolishes him one week, something like that.
1: Yeah, like it's it's so weird with the WWE. Like they never fire anyone for doing weird stuff. Like Well,
0: it depends on who you are.
1: Lars Sullivan did porn and they didn't fire him. Gay Jeez. porn too. It's not well, even. Well, hold on. Wait, 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 wait.
0: wait. Uh, first off, I do not want to get into this conversation. The only thing I will say, well, that's not a fireable offense.
1: Well, he was a creepy guy. Like <laughs>
0: he did a lot. He did a lot worse than that. Some he, other he things all that scores, he did.
1: did
2: were well, yeah, it was all were the
0: fireable thing. offenses. But what you just stated, they can't be like you did that. We're gonna fire you. That's ridiculous. Um, he has since left the company. It came out, uh, this past week or so. Um, and he had tweeted about Lars Sullivan. He had tweeted about the, the gimmick he wanted to run with. It was like he'd wear glasses and be like the smart, like behemoth type guy, which is a really cool thing. Um, It didn't work out for a multitude of reasons. What are you going to do?
2: They
0: they said no. They they didn't want to run that story. I guess not. Um, And he talked about the weird shirtless interview with Michael Cole. He was like, I don't know if they did that because they thought it would work or like if they were ribbing me. (laughs) But like once we did that interview, I figured I was done. Um, So away from him, away from the Velveteen Dream, the main event. Actually, before we get to the main event, I mentioned Karrion Cross. So he's wrestling Santos Escobar next week. They're hot shotting him through NXT to the main roster, is the rumor. The past couple weeks, when they have gotten away from the like mystical supernatural being with the smoke, and he's just like kind of a hitman, he's super fun. So I, I think that, especially if they bring him right to Raw. That guy who debuted on NXT and the Fiend can't be on the same show.
1: Is he fighting Escobar for the Cruiserweight title? No,
0: it's just oh, okay. he happens to be Cruiserweight champion. He's okay. very okay. much not 205. Okay, yeah, because I looked it up, so I was the, like, dude. he's like 250 or something like yeah, that. It, I'm like, he just he picked a fight with him. I don't know exactly how it started, uh, but I'm into it. All right. I like Escobar. He can work. I do too. I hope that at some point Escobar and Jordan Devlin can get together and you have the match to unify the titles. And I hope that they don't – neither of them drop the title until then because those are the two guys Devlin had to stop wrestling because of the quarantine, or he couldn't travel rather, and Escobar is the guy who won the tournament. Like if it's somebody else, if Escobar were to drop the title, to me, like it's not as enticing. But Yeah, agreed so the main event of takeover this week finn balor defending the nxt title against pete dunn i can't wait it's gonna be an epic match to me great this match. is gonna be very similar to the matches finn had with kyle o'reilly um i but i think it's a no-brainer that finn balor retains agreed because right. it looks like there's rumors at least that they want finn balor to defend the nxt title at mania which for years I've been waiting for the NXT championship to be, to be defended at WrestleMania. And Finn's a good guy to do that. This is the guy to do it. If you ask me, I think the match that Mania to have is Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, even though it's been done. I think for two reasons, one and just for the people who don't watch NXT, but who are obviously going to watch Mania one, they see Finn Balor. It's, Oh yeah, I, I know Finn Balor. He was on Raw for a while. He's still super cool. Two, oh, I don't really know Adam Cole, but wow, this guy's amazing. And then Adam Cole gets called up after Mania. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. If not that, then why is Adam Cole still there?
1: Now, does Adam Cole get called up or does Undisputed Era get called up?
0: I think that they should call up Adam Cole by himself. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, if they want to do Undisputed Era, they can bring the three of them up. Now, say, with Adam Cole.
1: Now, say we say Adam Cole goes to Raw. You know, I think Matt, you might know where this next part, this part's going. Does he? Do you see him teaming
0: up with AJ at all? No, they have literally nothing to do with each other. They they happen to be in the same group in Japan at completely different times. Maybe yeah, they could be like, oh, too sweet. They might do. They might be like, oh, hey, what's up? And it's like a backstage deal. And, you know, based on what's going on on AEW, I wouldn't doubt that they have some sort of segment together and they do the two or whatever, but they have nothing to do with each other. It'll be the backstage thing that makes all like the smart fans go, I did the thing and then jump it up and down. When Adam Cole was in the Bullet Club, AJ Styles was the WWE champion. Oh, okay. There's literally
1: no crossover. So not even like a connection like there is with AEW and Kenny Omega, the good brothers and
0: the young. But guys. that being said, in NXT last year, Finn Balor and Adam Cole, when the Undisputed Era fully turned and that Balor was kind of a tweener, they two-sweeted in the ring and like Balor was the original leader, Adam. So Balor was there before AJ. So that's even a longer period of time difference. Who knows? Balor and AJ did it at TLC that time. I don't know. I don't care. That's a lie. I, I care a little bit. Um, <laughs> No, I, I definitely care. Um, so I got Finn Balor. I'll take Balor. Um, the last little bit for me. Uh, you guys watch AEW last night? Nope. I, felt, I know Mark did. Mark, Mark you, you gotta get on the train. Um, I watched SmackDown and I cringed through Raw. Uh... AEW, Kenta showed up last week, formerly known as today with Tommy in the WWE. Previously known as Kenta, before that. Um, he's awesome. If you only know him from his work in WWE, highly recommend you search out some of his work as Kenta. Um, originator of the Go to Sleep. He's, he's awesome, like I said. Him and Moxley looks to be very fun. I believe that's happening at the end of the month. I don't know if it's happening in Japan. I doubt it. I think it's happening, like, on their U.S. show. Um, otherwise, Omega and the Good Brothers is still happening. Oh, so Sammy Guevara – spoilers, Clem, if you didn't watch it. I Sammy that. Guevara left the inner circle. I was going to text you guys that last night, but I was like, yeah, I'll do it later. Uh, so the last thing I'll say here, my prediction, Santana and Ortiz have a title match against the Young Bucks this is ne- uh, next week. Mm-hmm. I think the Good Brothers – cost the young bucks, the titles and we get good brothers versus young bucks at revolution. And then MJF and Jericho are the tag title. Number one contenders. They wrestle Santana and Ortiz, Sammy Guevara gets involved and Santana and Ortiz align themselves with Guevara. So then the inner circle is then just Jericho, MJF Hager and Wardlow. That's my two cents.
1: Uh, No, I could see that definitely happening. It would be, and it'd be very interesting to see that happening because again, it, it gives guys like Santana Ortiz who've been very good since being on since the debut of AEW.
0: They should be the champion.
1: Yes, agreed. Yeah, they should definitely and giving giving them the champ the titles
0: would give them legitimacy too. And even bigger, they should be babyfaces. They're natural babyfaces at this point. The inner circle is kind of a tweener deal. Santana and Ortiz absolutely should be babyfaces alongside Sammy Guevara. That's my 62nd AEW spiel for the week. Um, As it gets closer to the pay per view, we'll talk more about it. Uh, Mark's a little bored, which he could fix by watching AEW. Yes.
2: Breaking news Uh, Mia Yim said yes to marry Keith
0: Lee. I did hear that. Congratulations to the. No longer limitless. Maybe. Yeah, I
2: went. I went to Twitter when you guys were like going on on W. Um, AW. So. I can't.
1: I can't wait to be the best man at Keith Lee's wedding because you know I, we're best friends. So yeah,
2: that's,
0: that's right. Um, congratulations to them. Congratulations gotcha. to uh, Eric Logan. of the Viking Raiders and Sarah Logan for the birth of their child. Uh, exciting news this week. Uh, I think that's all I got. Um, and oh, yeah, when yeah. is so wait elimination chambers next week already right? Oh, is it really? And then it's they're like, probably going to do like two weeks until the next show and then Mania. So are we getting, getting fast? I think they really dropped the ball
2: not having qualifying matches, just being like, you six are in, have fun. Like it's
0: Sometimes so- people can say, I'm in the match. Sometimes we announce them all right away. Sometimes we announce five and we say, but you four people have to qualify. Whatever. There's no rules. It's what it's what works today. What did we think of? That's all I got. Um did any guys got anything before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, did anyone else share a gangster tear when Is that anyone, like shedding a tear? Did I say did I not say shed? Did share. I, oh um, shed,
0: yes. I didn't share one with anybody.
1: Shed one. Shed a gangster tear when Edge and Christian hugged each other in the ring.
0: I was so freaking happy when that happened. Yeah. And before I get into Edge and Christian. They totally dropped the ball at the beginning of the rumble. Edge was getting double teamed. And yes, Edge, yes, yes, yes. And, and then the whole time I'm saying to my brother, my dad, I'm like, Christian. oh, I bet it'll be Nakamura or such and such baby face. Or I don't know who's Edge friends with. And then Jeff Hardy's music hits. And it's like, not that they're necessarily friends, but they have all the history that they didn't even talk about. The, yeah. the commentary in the Royal Rumble was horrible. And, you know, I talked about the Seth Rollins. You know, this is his seventh Royal Rumble. We haven't seen him. Terrible. At least give me an oh my. Um, But Edge and Christian being back, Christian being back, whether it's one time only or whether it's full time is awesome. I'm sure you guys have seen his last sanctioned match was an intercontinental number one contender match in 2014 that he won and never got the title shot against then IC champion Big E. Big E, again, is the IC champion right now. Maybe we get that match. I'd like to see Christian maybe do something on the run to Mania. Um, oh, the other terrible commentary thing I thought of, when, this is the last thing I promised, when Christian came out, Michael Cole was like, you know, if my man's right, we haven't seen him in seven years. I was like, he was on TV in June. He was in the biggest program in the company. What are we doing? That just, that really bothered oh me. God. That's all I have. Um, but Christian being back, he's one of my favorites of all time. Uh, more so than Edge. I was always more of a Christian guy. Um, That's it. Um, so for the big homie, Mark Sanger, the modern day Klimaraja, the advocator, the Chris Stone. Klim, we will see you sometime soon. This has been the Phenomenal Forum.